0: As we move from ski season to spring, it's time to get those mountain bikes out. Most ski families use season passes to make skiing more affordable and fun. If your family mountain bikes, there's a new way to save on those adventures too. Make the most of spring and summer in the mountains with Lone Pass, the premier North American mountain biking pass. Lone Pass gives you over 60 days of access to some of the best mountain biking destinations across the country. Use discount code SKIMOMS15 to save 15% off your family's Loan Pass today at LoanPass.com. That's L-O-A-M-P-A-S-S dot com. Loan Pass is available in two versions, for kids ages 6 to 11 and the Adult Pass for ages 12 and up. The pass combines access to the most premier resorts, gets you into bike parks, and connects you to shuttle companies to get you where you need to be. It's the one pass you need to bring the best cycling to your family. Remember, you'll get two days at each of the resorts, parks, or shuttles, making the investment one that will pay off big. Remember to use code SKIMOMS15 to save 15% off your family's loan pass today. Welcome to the Ski Mom Fun Podcast,
1: where your hosts, Nicole and Sarah,
0: Today, we're talking to Ginny Vietti, who is the VP of Marketing with Breckenridge Grand Vacations. We're going to be talking about an intriguing model of travel, which is um, buying your timeshare in skiing, which I think it sounds fantastic. And we're also going to be getting some insider tips on Breckenridge. So we're so excited to have you. Thank you, Ginny.
2: Thanks for having me.
0: So we always love to talk with ski origin stories with um, the moms that come on. So will you tell us like where you grew up skiing, where you learned um, kind of your your background story? Sure.
2: Um, I grew up in Michigan and uh, learned to ski at a place called Sugarloaf, which is unfortunately no longer in operation, but there um, are a few others around there that we would go to. I'm sure most people have probably heard of Boyne at least that name. And um, we went to Nub's Knob. Um, there are all sorts of great spots up north in Michigan. And so that was my start. But I would say I really learned to ski when I went to CU for college. Um, I, I thought I knew how to ski. <laughs> a lot of my dorm friends were um, locals from Bale, Aspen. So I very quickly was immersed with uh, into a very good ski group. And um, we had a blast. And then i uh, did a double degree at CU. Did advertising in a number of different cities. Went overseas, and then uh, when I was in San Francisco working in an ad agency in my early twenties, I, I saw I saw the folks working there still in their forties, and how they never saw their kids, and they were working until dark, and they're there before everyone. You know, it just wasn't a life I wanted. Um, so at that time, I said, you know, I want to go back to the mountains, whatever way I can. And thankfully, through some connections, um, just random connections, it happened to be that Vail Resorts was looking for a uh, brand manager for their four resorts to manage their agency relationship. And I worked three doors, you know, literally maybe 10 doors down from the agency that they use. So having come from the advertising agency side, I applied to be their agency manager, The stars aligned, and two weeks later, I moved back to Colorado. I've been with Breckenridge Grand Vacations 18 years. We'll be 19 in in November. So, really found a home here. It's a great company and a great spot to be.
1: Amazing. You must have seen a lot of change in that, in in Breckenridge, but really that whole area over the past almost 20 years, right?
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, When we moved into our little place in Minturn, it had been the old Masonic Lodge. Uh, In the 60s, it was a little creaky and a little creepy, Um, and it was right on the main street. And now, you know, Midtown is just Uh, they've done it, I think they're really trying to keep the character uh, because it is such a funky little town. But um, yeah, that area has changed. Breckenridge is unrecognizable. I mean, everything I've seen has really been great improvements to the local and guest experience, in my opinion. But uh, yeah, it has. Has changed quite a bit.
0: (laughs) Okay, let's switch gears and talk timeshares. When you talk about a timeshare, what is in, what are you getting um, for that and what does the the contract look like?
2: Okay, so um, generally people learn a lot about the product by coming up for one of these uh, stays that is what I'm in charge of. (laughs) So they come up, they get a discounted stay, and then they meet with a sales agent uh, one-on-one. Unlike some timeshares and other other places where it might be a big group and a lot of high pressure, ours are truly just one person meeting with one person. There's discovery session, what kind of things are you looking for up here, et cetera. During that process, they learn about the usage, which is one week, or you can buy two weeks, or you can buy one week every other week, or you could buy five weeks. It's really flexible on what people are looking for. That week is guaranteed for a lifetime. It is deeded real estate for the life of the person and carries on. So you can pass it on to your kids, donate it, whatever you want, it's yours. And that is one piece of what you bought. Additionally, we are part of an exchange company called Interval International. So someone might decide they don't want to come out to Breckenridge this year. Maybe they want a beach vacation. We have an entire department dedicated to helping our owners go on exchange with their week. So they would put their week back into the Breckenridge pool and use their time elsewhere. And Interval International, I think, last I checked, was around twenty eight hundred resorts worldwide.
0: So accredited at at um, Breckenridge would be equivalent to a pretty nice beach stay. I, I don't know how they're they're valued, but I mean, it seems like
2: yeah, because there's you know there's a lot of different timeshares out there um, from like a Branson, Missouri or in Orlando where there's a lot of them and they're not very expensive to not as many available in the mountains. And they're quite a bit more expensive to build and they're quite a bit more expensive to buy. Um, Those weeks up here are pretty coveted. It's kind of like if you've ever heard of anyone trying to take a timeshare exchange into Hawaii, that can be difficult because there's not as many and it's, um, you know, very, very popular. So, our weeks do trade with a lot of power uh, there's no real measurability that I'm aware of or guarantee but we find that our exchanges do very well the nice thing about interval international too is they have a really great rating system so they know you know you have an elite resort a premier resort a select resort I think those are the that's not my area of expertise but I think those are the um, Delineations, and so our resorts exchange into ele- into elite at the highest level because we are also at the highest level.
1: So these units, they're like fully furnished, fully outfitted. Like, what what does someone bring with them for the week, or or you know, what, how does that work? Because it's a little different than owning your own unit that you would be um, you know personalizing.
2: That's a great question too. So um, one of the differentiators of a uh, timeshare and especially ours are those extra amenities. Um, the finishes are they're fully furnished. Um, there's amazing reserves with our HOAs to keep our couches and our pullout beds and our mattresses all very up-to-date, very high level. Um, our kitchens are stocked with things that you might not expect. You know, we have crock pots,
0: blenders, things. Oh, this, you know, the obviously. ski moms in us are very excited about the crock pots. That's no, but I do have we a funny story when you're done. No, because
1: I, I do have a funny story I have to share when, when you're done tell, telling us what's stocked in these kitchens.
2: Everything's there. And the pool towels, they separate pool towels by the tool, by the pool and are essentially unlimited. You're not worrying about doing laundry all the time and, uh, you know, keeping that going. We do have laundry Units in our one bedrooms and up. So that what I find I've stayed at our resorts for a time three weeks because our house was being remodeled and it was off season. <laughs> and I tell you, having those uh, you know, those laundry units in room is so nice. There's uh, the pull-out couches are <laughs> super comfortable. I have a six foot tall thirteen year old who has been going to these resorts since he was born and he still prefers the pull out bed. <laughs> to the actual bed he's like, can I just sleep on the pullout? I'm like, okay. <laughs> so that's really nice when you have a big group too.
1: Yeah. So no, what I was going to say is one time when I was going to Colorado, I brought my crock pot and I was just thinking about how crazy that is. Like I had a travel kit bag for it and I got it all the way there. And I mean, just <laughs> on top of all the other stuff. And when I got to the condo in Vail, there was a crock pot. It was like, <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it, but, um, I still now looking back, I can't believe that I thought that that was like something, an essential, um, like an essential that I had to bring with me, but you know, I was probably very tired and just kind of,
2: well, it seemed I, like,
1: it seemed like something I needed to, to have with me.
2: One of my friends brother in laws has, you know, there's like electric outlets in our vehicles these days and they drove out from Kansas or something, and it was like a 10 hour drive. So they... They were cooking in the car with the crock pot. So when they got here, they just brought the crock pot up at dinner. I thought that was genius.
0: Let's take a quick break. Spring is here, and we know even after the snow melts, ski moms love to play outside skida our favorite Vermont outdoor accessory brand, has you covered as the seasons change. This spring, skida is celebrating its 16th birthday with fresh prints like the Pastel, Whimsical, and Plein Air collection. Our favorite pieces include the throwback headbands. This headband is made to keep hair and sweat off your face. The single-ply design gathers neatly in the back for maximum styling. Wear it scrunched or lay it flat. It's your perfect partner for any activity where you want a great pop of color and style with minimal fuss. For sunny days, we we adore the Skeeta Brim Hat. This five-paneled camp hat is the perfect grab-and-go companion. Made in a lightweight, water-repellent material, this hat is ideal for hiking, camping, and the beach. Whether you are cheering the kids on at a lacrosse game, exploring with your girlfriends, or simply walking in the woods with your loyal pub, Skeeta accessories are there to make Ski Mom life more fun. Save 15% off your order with code SKIMOMS15 at checkout. So tell us a little bit about what Breckenridge Grand Vacations does.
2: So they, uh, we started in 1984 um, when our founder, Mike Millizer, came out here to help his dad sell a, a development they were doing up on, way, way up on Baldy Mountain. And he just gotten out of college and heard of this concept called timeshare. It happened to be a recession and they were struggling to sell whole ownership condos. So they've we said let's try this and broke those condos up into one week increments, and we're very successful in finding a niche that people really wanted to have a piece of the mountains but couldn't afford uh, the full, you know, year round ownership. And so once that got a little foothold, they bought some land on Peak Eight and built Grand Timber Lodge. And then as we've grown as a company, you know, we're a privately owned company. Um, We've gone from, when I started, about 100 employees to you know, over 700. Wow. We've built three more resorts since Might. So they're all the Grands. The Grand Timber Lodge, Grand Lodge on Peak 7, and the Grand Colorado on Peak 8. So it's been really fun to see the growth. And then, of course, the, the fun part for me is the um, branding and the marketing and getting people up here to experience them, which is the timeshare tour. I'm sure everyone is heard about. No one will ever forget the uh, South Park episode. Um, So one of the biggest pieces of investment in building timeshares is large footprints so that you can have big aquatics, game rooms, family fun areas. We have in our resorts uh, these 10 to 12 person private theaters that our owners and guests get to rent, which are awesome, you know, big sound and you can just watch one of our you know, thousands of movies in there, and really fun family time. Um, so those those types of amenities are really hard to fit into a full ownership condo complex.
1: So so in terms of the uh, the options, are they all? These are all like condos, or are they townhouse style? What's the what's the offering?
2: Yeah, um, they're incredibly flexible. We have a suite offering, which is our smallest. But what we learned throughout our years of development is that even if you have a suite, having that separation between you know, the living room, pull-out couch, your bar, and the bedroom is really nice to have. So even our suites feel like small one bedrooms. They have a door between uh, the master bedroom with the king and the pull-out couch living room area. That's the smallest unit. Um, and then we have one bedrooms. Which in those suites, by the way, have like a kitchenette, um, a little mini dishwasher. They're very doable if you had to, you know, have more than three or three people in there for a, a number of days. The one bedroom has a full kitchen, and so then you have a full living space, a separate bedroom, and then from there we just go up. So there's two bedrooms, which one can put, um, have a one bedroom with like a full kitchen, and then one of those studios attached to it. And then you can just build and build from there. Mm -hmm. Um, At Grand Colorado, we saw a need through the years of having a very large gathering space um, when people wanted like a four-bedroom. Maybe it's a multi-generational trip. Before, we had to kind of push two two two-bedrooms together, and you had two living spaces, two big kitchens. Now we have, at Grand Colorado, a four-bedroom unit that has a monster master bedroom unit with seating for 16 huge dining room table um, seating at the kitchen bar large living space and that has been wonderful for our families that you know, grandma grandpa buy the the big vacation and bring all the kids grandkids up and around christmas we have owners that will call ahead and like have their christmas tree brought in ahead of time and then you just see these like 16 stockings or 12 stockings along the mantle it's adorable but um, those are our largest units to date and truly amazing for families. Um, but this kind of ability to pick and choose between a suite or a one bedroom or a one bedroom plus a suite, it also en- it enables people to recoup some of their uh, expenditure through renting out one part. So say this year you can't, your brother can't come and it's just you and your family. So you could keep that one side or two of the three sides, and lock off the other one and put that back in the rental pool, and our company will rent it out for you, and you receive you know, a piece of that revenue back maybe towards your annual dues or something.
0: Um, so do people, when you sign the contract, do you get the same week every year?
2: No, that depends. Um, you can. That is a bit of a premium to ensure your week every okay. that week. Then you can buy what they call floating week, and that's within seasons. And over the years we've gotten smarter and have learned a lot from our owners about our float fixed weeks. So like our at our current um, resort we're selling right now, the Grand Colorado Peak Eight, there's multiple different float seasons. So that you can pick, hey, I don't I don't really have the funds to buy into like the spring break float area this year. So I'm gonna buy, you know, maybe I'll be able to come in November, December instead of right in the middle of peak. Or I want to guarantee spring break third week of March, every year, and now pay a premium to get it. So it really depends on what people's budgets are at the time. And what's really neat about our product, and I think says a lot about our quality and what we deliver, is that over half of our annual sales revenue comes from our owners buying more from us. So what we see happen is someone has heard, you know, maybe they haven't heard the best things about Timeshare, or maybe they're not sure how it works. They might buy into one of these spring-fall float seasons, and which aren't the most coveted weeks. Um, we're not going to promise you're going to get spring break or President's Day when you own one of those. But if you're flexible, maybe, you can, and maybe you're homeschooling and the kids can come at the end of the season in April when it's great snow, but it's not as expensive. They test us out. And then after a year or two, they might say, okay, yeah, we really like this. We want to add another week, or we want to make sure we've got this week. And that's where over half of our sales volume comes from, is that kind of doubling down of our, our owners on what they want.
0: So but, so when you're first, I'm still a little confused. So when you're first buying a timeshare, you're buying the right to book a week, not necessarily booking the same week every year? It depends.
2: So you you're buying a week of time, deeded real estate it is in your name we have to hold that week for you but it's the booking process that can get you in the week you want or not there's a booking day
0: so if you don't use a year say uh, you can't line it up you're still are you still paying but you may like your your space may rent out so you'll recoup a little bit of is, is that how it would work
2: yeah so you have the right to either use your week rent it out you can deposit it and go somewhere else You can give it to a friend. You can do whatever you want with your week. So if you can't get out to Breckenridge that year and you can't exchange, you can't go on a beach vacation, you're just not going anywhere this year. You deposit that with our team and they rent it out for you and you recoup. Our owners get 60% of the commission or of the rental revenue that room generates. That's good. So, um, And we, we keep 40 as a property management company. And then... You know, depending on when, if it rents five days of that week, you own. If it rents all seven days, that would determine how much of that rental revenue you get back.
0: Got it. And then, if you wanted to add a second week, just one particular year, yeah. um, you would just you would you would be renting that as if you were not in the timeshare pool, or do you get a discount on that second week?
2: Our owners do get a discount. Um, they get a significant discount when they book, especially within like thirty days of arrival. But even far out, there's a discount guaranteed. Thank you for reminding me because not just exchange in the week you get, the other things you get as an owner is access to your resort 365 days a year. So whether you are staying here or not, say you live in Dupper and you drive up for the day, you can use the resort as your home base. So it's it's almost like a little country club in the mountains, if you will. Um, The parking is limited. You have to call ahead and you don't always get it. But even if you parked in town and brought your stuff up on the gondola, you could still use the resort as your home base. So what we see a lot of people do with, I don't know if you've ever heard of the traffic on my 70s. We have. Uh,
1: Yes, and we've seen it.
2: So what what we see a lot of people do is when they come up, put their stuff in an owner locker, maybe their lunch use. We have day use lunch rooms in our resorts for our owners only. So while they're skiing, save some money on um, eating on the mountain and bring your own food. And you can use that as your home base. And then you go ski and maybe someone's done skiing for the day and wants to just come chill by the pool. And then at the end of the day, everyone meets up, maybe swim, hot tub, enjoy the resort, take a steam, whatever, and then get in your car drive home um, after most of the traffic has
1: already nice that's what that was one of my questions it's like I think what we've mostly done you know over the years when we've gone out to Colorado is you know rent a condo for that week or there's some like hotels that have like you know condo type units in them and things like that but in Vail um, so you just answered one of my questions which is kind of like why do this versus like the just, you know, renting a condo and obviously the what you just said about access to the amenities, that's that's obviously something you wouldn't get with just a you know a VRBO type one week rental. What are some of the other things that make it unique?
2: Well, I think that's a really great question and a reason we're so successful is the the value proposition over time. We all know what happened to lodging rates over the last couple of years after COVID. I mean, it's insane. The I'm, I'm also on the Breckenridge Tourism Office board. So I'm pretty hook, uh, knowledgeable about ADRs and stuff in the area. And I mean, average daily rates have gone up 35%. So one nice thing about buying is that you're locking in your price. You're going to pay this amount for your week, and then you'll have annual dues. But that's what you'll pay from there on out your annual dues. You know, it will go up a little bit with increasing expenses and whatnot, but it's not going to go up 35%. Um, <laughs> so you know what you're spending, but beyond just the financial, I think that there's a lot of intrinsic value of owning your, your week and not, you know, you know what you're going to get. Your condo is going to be stocked to with everything you know is going to be there. You know, you start to know the staff. We have people that have worked for us decades at our front desks and at our concierge. And they know people by name. You walk in and people recognize you. You start to feel like an owner of part of Bracket range, which is really hard to do with the expense of buying something. And then additionally, you've locked in a guarantee vacation. It's really easy when you have to look at the finances, look at the calendars, say, oh my gosh, can we do it this year? You know, um, when it's just there, and it's paid for, it's a lot harder to say, no, we're not going to go this year. And everyone knows how fast kids grow up. I mean, that family time, you don't get it back. So it's kind of like guarantees that family vacation. And it also gives the kids like this sense of place. Like, here's where I went. Here's where I grew up going. And here's what we did. And we had these pools and we had these slides and we were just skiing. You know, it's just, it gives you that guaranteed experience forever.
0: I would definitely go with the same week because then you also start, you know, especially as your kids get older, maybe in the younger years, I'd be flexible, but I do know families that do the this, this ski break the same week. And once the kids start their first jobs, they they almost tell their bosses like, oh, just you know, when you're hiring me, we go to Breckenridge the third week in March. And they just have that kind of locked and loaded in that family time. And I absolutely love that. Um, and I also love um, the fact that, you know, we've both, Sarah and I have stayed at different VRBOs and Airbnbs over the years where, you know, something's wrong. Um, it's missing something, you know, like there's a Piper's, whatever you need to get a hold of somebody and good luck with that. You know, when you're, when you're renting just like a random week over the internet, you know, it sounds like you've got, you know, maintenance there and a concierge there, people to, to like smooth out the rough spots. That just
2: happened to us in Tucson. Our did show over the door door came off the dishwasher (laughs) and no one came the whole week to fix it. But yes, yes, we have a full engineering team. We have housekeeping on site, you know, it's, it's full service. So when we have that kind of thing happen, it's, it's managed very quickly. There's all sorts of things that can happen on vacation, just like at home, a a toilet backing up, you know, or something, you know, and you don't want those things to, to wait.
1: I think we've all been, you know, had experiences like you did with the dishwasher where, whatever the internet's not working and no one's um, by the way in some places that means you can't communicate out because there's no cell service either so you can't even call anyone right i have a google spreadsheet with like links to places i've stayed and some of the comments are great just like you know like never go here again like cuz i'll
0: forget or like i've had i've had somewhere i had to just like leave Tell us a little bit more about the location. So is it ski in, ski out, or do you shuttle to the bases? Um, very important for families that have young kids.
2: Oh, my gosh. You can't beat our locations. Um, so Grand Timber Lodge is probably the least on the mountain, but you can ski in and ski out. There's a trail down to the Snowflake Lift, which takes you up to Peak 8, or you can ski down to Beaver Run, which is on Peak 9. And then skiing back in, there's a little side trail and it says Grand Timber this way. So it is ski and ski out. Our other two resorts are our newer resorts, Grand Lodge on Peak Seven and Grand Car on Peak Eight, are literally on the mountain, steps out the door. Like you ski directly into the resort, you're walking out and clicking on your boots. And 15 steps at the Grant Colorado.
0: Is there a shuttle from the airport? Is it something that you would need a car once you're there or?
2: We're, good question. We're two hours from Denver Airport. And so there's shuttle uh, services that we arrange for people. You can rent a car. You really don't need to at Breckenridge. Once you're on property, um, since we are on the mountain, it's not, you can't really walk to Main Street. At Grand Timber Lodge. you can, especially in the summer. But we have, The gondola runs, there's a gondola that runs right out of Breckenridge in the town, up to peak seven, and then it turns and runs to peak eight. So when the gondola is running, it's free, and you can just hop on that to go to town. Or our resorts have shuttles that take you to and from town. So our goal is you pull your car in the garage, and then you shuttle everywhere you need to go, because then you're not worrying about parking, you're not worrying about driving it's you know it's all done for you just jump on so the shuttle services or renting are both options but we Mm -hmm. don't shuttle to the airport
1: can can you just talk about for someone who hasn't been to breckenridge like describe the the town a little bit and then the the resort the the ski the ski area as well but
2: you know unlike some places was not purpose-built for skiing originally it has a history of um, being a mining town it was incorporated I think. In 1859, if I recall, so during those days, you know, the the Victorian era, uh, it's it's grown up with a real main street, and I think that's what really differentiates Breckenridge. You have these historic buildings, you have that Victorian feel. There's, it's a real town, not not to put down any other ski resort, but it wasn't built around skiing. It was built as a town first, and then the skiing came. So. I think that differentiates it because it feels that way. There's locals here that have been here decades, uh, multiple generation locals. There's amazing shopping on Main Street. There's an arts district that recently came about that used some of these old buildings and refurbished them and turned them into makerspace. And that's been a really nice addition so that you've got the arts and culture growing up with this town that was already here. I would say one of my favorite things about Breckenridge is its proximity to the river and the mountain. The blue river runs through town and there's this open lawn area called the Riverwalk center and this big building that has uh, performing arts uh, in the summertime, the national repertory orchestra um, has our home base here. And that's like college kids that come together for a summer and play in this orchestra. And it is so cool to be walking to Starbucks and, you know, from my office and here them practicing out there. So it's, um, I don't know if I've answered your question about breakfast, but i am been Yeah, no, you, you have. have to- I want to <laughs> go have. in the summer. I've only been. I
0: know. I've Me only. Too. I've been in the winter. I went for an ice festival. Ice. Um, it was amazing. I mean, you wouldn't believe what people could make out of ice. But I did love the Victorian houses, and I was thinking to myself, like, it must be so hard to maintain these homes because it's snowing all the time. So you've got a very <laughs> short window to like do work on your house on these like intricate lattice work and whatnot. I, you know, just as you know, a home. I'm like, oh, yeah. God.
2: Our base area it's just under 10,000 feet, um, so our town is at 9,600, and then by the time we get up to the base, so when well, we ski into May have really good skiing up high in April. Um, it does start to get a little slushy at the bottom, but that's where if I could give anyone advice, if they want to come out to Breckenridge, just come in April. Snow is amazing. We've got our starting at two because it's beautiful. <laughs> Uh, it's warmer you know, if you're going to teach a kid to ski you want them to be yes. comfortable and the snow is softer <laughs> so when you fall uh, it doesn't hurt as much <laughs> yeah. I think April is just and we still get a lot of fresh snow April's our second snowiest month you know we have a little saying out here I didn't make this up so I can't take credit but uh, the locals say we came here for the winter and stayed for the summer and I'm sure we're not the only people that say that, but um, it's true. I mean, the summer out here. We're always so excited to see snow and, and skiing get here, but we're super excited to see snow Snow <laughs> go away. <laughs> By the time it's been, summer is just phenomenal, you know, the high, hottest it gets. So if you're a heat person, it may not be great for you, but it gets, you know, 80 might be our, our, our high so we have in the summertime when we see those heat indexes in Denver go up, you know, to 102, 103, and we know we're going to have a busy weekend
0: <laughs> <laughs> if
2: people want to get out of it. But it makes it just so nice, you know, and it's 50 in the evenings, so it cools down even if it's a warm day and you can have a campfire up, you know, in the Rockies when it's summer because it's still chilly at night and you can, it's just awesome.
0: Where, where would we find you on Breckenridge? Like what are your favorite areas over there?
2: Um, I am a kind of a bump hound as long as my back will let me these days. But so you'll find me um, like up in the horseshoe bowl by the T-bar. I also really like chair six, which is a little more advanced, a little steeper. I've lived here 25 years and I'm a little embarrassed to say that I finally skied an area here called the Whale's Tail. Um, that was steeper than I ever knew we had at Breckenridge, to be honest. Uh, we took the Imperial chairlift, which is the highest quad occupancy chairlift in North America. From there, we could get over to this place called the Whale's Tail, and that was super steep. So I kind of go all over the place. I am terrified of my son skiing too fast and too hard and too difficult. So he you and know, I do a lot of blues together and a lot of like easy blacks when he wants to go be crazy with his friends, I don't want to see it. (laughs) I feel like my heart is skiing outside my body and I'm like, oh, so sometimes it's just better. We put an air tag
1: on him, send him off.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You know, I feel like I'm not doing the uh, family side enough justice at Breckenridge because there are uh, some really fun ski runs out there. Uh, what's called, uh, I think it's called Rip's Revenge or something, and it goes through the trees and it's a little kitty wind through the trees. Um, There's a there's a great terrain park for people who are interested in trying that. Our terrain park is amazing. Um, We have an incredible learning program through the Breckenridge Ski Resort. And they are they've just redone a lot of that. And they're in the process of making our whole PK base area more user friendly, better for families. Uh, They're putting in a new chairlift this year. Uh, chair five is going to be switched up for a more modern chair. They put in RIP's ride last year. Uh, Ripper is kind of our mascot at Rick Ski Resort. And so there's a lot going on at Breckenridge that's going to make it even better for families as we
0: as we move forward. One more question, Jenny. So if we um, are not sure if timeshare share works for us, but you've just described these amazing man- amenities, can you just book a week vacation there or a few days vacation there?
2: Absolutely. We have a saying that it, uh, for one night a week or a lifetime at our resorts. So you can just rent one one or two nights or a week as, as just the general public. You can buy a week or you can just stay one night over a weekend. It's It's completely flexible and open to everyone.
0: So where would they go to get started to set up a visit and kind of start to learn about the options there?
2: Yeah, the best place to start would be the Grand Colorado uh, on PK's website, which is just grandcolorado.com. And on there, there's packages um, for all times of year. And there's packages that include the timeshare tour, which is going to be our promotional rates and our much better rate. It's amazing what you can save by booking one of those promotional packages. It may be two hours of your life you have to give away, <laughs> but it is thousands of dollars if you're booking a week long stay. That would be a great place to start if they're already in Breckenridge you know, if they're coming anyway, or in town or in down the street, down the road of Frisco or something. We do have uh, our sales gallery up here and we give people incentives to come visit us up there. We book a lot of people that aren't staying with us too. On the mountain, we have some booths at our resort. People are curious and they stop by and say, what is this place? We tell them about it. Great. I'm a huge timeshare believer. I have uh, three weeks of my own. Um, my parents own here, I own timeshare out in Florida and Captiva Island. Like I'm, I love having that known experience, and when we deliver on it, and people know it's there, it's just people look forward to it every year, and we look forward to seeing them. We have thirty thousand people that have bought with us, um, so we like to say thirty thousand people can't be wrong.
0: Now, in our next section, we usually talk about apres ski and favorite restaurants. Ginny was so forthcoming and gave us so many ideas, we decided to save this content for our premium subscribers. If you want to find out the best places to eat in Breckenridge, be sure you subscribe. Thank you so much for your time. I really got to get back out to Breckenridge. It's been a while. And I do love the idea of like booking that week, you know, as they get older and just saying, I've got, you know, lots of friends who have, um they're still going with their parents and now it's three generations and they're still going to the same place on the timeshare. And it really does, um like when you match the place to the family, it can be a really great investment. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to the Ski Moms Fun Podcast. Please be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Head to the SkiMomsFun.com website to check out our swag and find out more about our community. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Ski Moms Fun. We'll be back next week with more interviews and insights. Thanks, Snow. No one works as hard as a Ski Mom. With Mother's Day right around the corner, we want to remind everyone to shop the Ski Mom's gift guide for the best ideas. These are the gifts we want to give and get for Mother's Day. Prices range from under $10 for simple treats like notepads to big splurges like a new boot bag. Remember, the big day is Sunday, May 12th, so you want to shop now to make sure everything gets there in time for mom. Visit the SkiMomsFun.com gift guides page or click the link in show notes to see our picks for this year. Make it easy for your kids, partner, or spouse, and just forward them the link. Or better yet, treat yourself to something from our expertly curated Ski Mom wish list. Remember, visit Ski Mom's and look for the gift guide page.